Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Challenging you to be aware of what you're feeling during the day. So during your workouts, during your downtime, see if you like how you feel. If you don't, you now have the tools from the past episodes to do something about those feelings. It's amazing, and the tools work for almost every problem you will ever have. So try them today and right now. Well, not now, because I have another great tool I want to tell you about. Remember last week we talked about what to do if you want a different result, how to, how to start doing that? So to change your result, you need to do three things. Observe your thoughts. Be curious. Find a new believable thought and focus or redirect your thoughts continually. Today, we're going to reiterate each section of the CTFAR model. I would suggest going back to the last episode if you didn't get to hear it, and then get a notebook and take some notes. Seriously, I went over all the CTFAR models, or all of the parts of it, and it is the magic to everything. So, okay, here's the questions that you wanna ask yourself when you go through any problem. Is it a circumstance, something factual without judgment that you can prove in a courtroom? For example, learning a new skill, that would be a circumstance, right? Doing something different. So that would be a question for whether or not it goes in a C line for circumstance. Is your most pressing problem a thought? So are you having a hard time with your thoughts? For example, I'm not capable. This is a thought because you can't know for sure whether or not you're not capable or that you will fail. That's a thought. So another question you'll want to ask is, is your issue more of a feeling? For example, fear may be what you're experiencing when you think about learning a new skill or competition, going to a competition. The feeling of fear may be the most pressing issue for you. Is your issue an action or a behavior? Have you been trying to avoid an event where you're learning a new skill? That would be an action you're taking because you're avoiding from a feeling maybe of fear, but that could be your most pressing issue right now to put in the model and figure out the rest of the model. Is your issue a result? For example, if you're avoiding learning a new skill, it will prove to you that you're not capable of learning that new skill because you're not willing to know whether or not you're capable of doing it. So you'll, you'll have that evidence because you're not trying it. So let's take an example that I love to share that includes all the C, the circumstance, the thoughts, the feelings, um, the actions, and the results. I will try to make this a brief story. It's my shark story, and it's one of my favorites. And I went to St. Croix to visit my brother who lives there in um, the islands, and it's beautiful there to visit at least. And my brother kept telling my husband and I to go jump off a pier and, um, and enjoy the water at this one side of the island. Well, I went over there a couple times, and I swung my legs over the pier, and I kept looking in the water thinking, I can do this. This isn't a big deal. Totally got this. And I'd swing my legs. It's like when the gymnasts say, I've got this. Totally got this. Not a problem. And then they balk, and they stop, and they run past the, the vaulting table. Totally what I was doing. I was sitting there trying to convince my brain that I totally could jump in the, in the ocean. 
my husband wasn't, wasn't going to, he's just, he said, don't do it. It's not a big deal. Nobody's around. I won't tell anybody. And I said, no, I want to do it just for me. But I didn't, I was nervous about jumping into the ocean off the pier. So I kept stopping. But the third night I went over and I told my, my brother, Hey, I, my brother's name is Paul. I said, Paul, I am not going to jump off this pier by myself. So he decided that he and his friend would come with us. So the next day we went over to Frederickstead. It was the side of the island that we went to and we jumped off the pier. Now here's the deal. I got my, I had my snorkeling gear in my hand because I was going to jump in and, and put it on once I was in the water. My brother and his friend jumped in first and then my husband jumped in and I thought, well, totally, I'm going to jump in then. And I went and jumped and as I jumped, it was like I was like Wiley e. Coyote in that cartoon the, with the Roadrunner. That's years ago, so you may not know what I'm talking about. But I was stuck in the air because my brother's friend popped up and he yelled shark and he was pointing to the water right where I was about to land. And so my worst fear, the thoughts of the water that had generated me and had, had made me avoid jumping and feel stuck, that had just happened. That, that was just happening right, right then in the moment. And I was in the air and in my mind, I was in the air for a long time and I was about to land right where a shark was. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I had already in my head created so much fear that I was already complacent with the idea of being eaten by the shark. It was already over for me. I was already dead before I even hit the water. I'd already failed before I even got there. So his, his, my, my brother Paul, his friend yelled shark. And I want to stop the story right now, right here for a second. I'm in the air. I'm stalled in the air. Not really, but that's in my mind. That's what happened. And my my brother's friend said shark. Now my question for you is, where did the fear come from? What generated that fear in me? And most of the time when, I, when I've told this story before, people will say, it's the shark. Of course it's the shark that makes you feel scared. And that's just totally not true. And if you've been listening to the episodes, you know for sure now that that's not the case. So hopefully you can answer this. And you can say, it was my thought about the shark that was causing me to be terrified and afraid. Had nothing to do with the shark. So that's the craziest part about it. Is the shark was just a shark. It was just a circumstance. There was no emotion that the shark injected into me. I just chose to have thoughts about the shark. So anyways, I'm not going to, well, we'll finish the story actually really quick. I landed in the water and I started drowning my husband trying to get on top of his head so I could get out of the water. And as I was doing this and he was able to calm me down, I realized, wait a second, how come everybody else isn't panicking? So I was having this panic emotion, this fear, this terror, and my brother and his friend, they were excited. They had dove straight down to the water to, it was only about 12 feet underneath us, maybe 10 feet, dove down held on to the tail of the shark and trying to get a ride with the shark. So if the shark was creating the fear in me, why was it creating excitement in my brother? How come my brother was so excited about the shark and I was so scared of the shark? So we know that it was not the shark that was generating any feeling. It was about our own individual thoughts about the shark. Once I was able to calm down and decide that, oh, maybe this is a nice shark that doesn't want to eat me, then I started following my brother who was following the shark with his friend and we just snorkeled on top for 
a long ways out till it got really dark, but the shark was smoothly going on the bottom of the ocean, so smooth, just gliding along, and it became one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Now again, the ocean didn't make me feel amazing. The shark didn't make me feel amazing. Nothing made me feel amazing except for my thoughts about my situation. And I have amazing memories because I choose to have memories or thoughts about my past of this situation. So followed the shark out until he got so far into the dark water, water that we couldn't see it anymore. And then I started fearing, uh, feeling this fear again. And it wasn't anything to do with the dark water. It was all about what I thought about the dark water. And it made me want to hurry back over to the clear water, over to, you know, the, the beach side. But it had nothing to do with the dark water. So my mood, my emotional swing, my feelings that were going up and down had nothing to do with the ocean or the shark or the day or anything. And my feelings right now have nothing to do with my past. I'm generating these feelings just from my thoughts of my past. Now, if you think about this and you really consider it, any emotions you may have just had had nothing to do with me, had nothing to do with my story. It was only about what you were thinking about me or my story or the shark that generated any possible emotion in you as you've been listening. Interesting, right? So I want you to think of a situation where you were sure the circumstance was making you feel a certain way and then try to stop and see how it's never about the circumstance at all. It's always about your thoughts. Try it. It works like magic. And have a flippin' awesome day. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week.